Hey guys, welcome back to another show on Magic Mike. Now, today we have a special guest and she is the Payal Kapoor. Welcome to my show, Payal. Hi, hi, Pada. Payal, could you explain more about your show? Uh, I do a show called Rasoi Ke Rehesya in Hindi. This is mm-hmm. primarily something uh, to do with teaching the blind and visually impaired how to cook accessibly and comfortably in their kitchens. So for those who don't know it, Rasoi Ke Rehesya essentially means the secrets of the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So I'm unraveling secrets of the kitchen uh, for people. And it's not simply for people with vision impairment. It's also for people who haven't been into their kitchens and are, are hesitant to make that first move. Um, you know, newbies or people who just don't feel comfortable around, let's say, sharp objects like knives and fire mm-hmm. and don't know what to do with themselves. So essentially, the show is teaching those people how to get to do uh, what they do in the kitchen from the basics up because once you have a foundation in place all -hmm. those multiple millions of recipes that are floating around the web are pretty much at your beck and call so that's the idea so Pyle you know um, before we you know when I reached out to you you said um, you said you were the host but then you also said this very important thing which really took me off my feet I was like wow I was like damn this is I have a huge respect for you. Um, you said you were visually impaired as well, am I right? Yes, I am. I'm totally blind. Yes. And 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 you actually started a podcast. You actually are you're into your third season. How do you manage this? How do you do this? Um, it's actually very interesting because uh, I don't think it. it uh, I even imagined that uh, you know it would take a life of its own and it would develop an energy like it has today um, about 13 months down the line. I mean, for my podcasting journey per se, I would think is um, uh, as old as about what November last year is when I actually started hosting it on a podcasting platform. But before that, I was recording um, uh, audio tutorials and um, uploading them uh, on YouTube. Then I mm-hmm. thought it didn't make any sense to upload audio tutorials on YouTube. and uh, it limits scope and uh, you know that kind of stuff so it started there uh, with uh, with teaching a bunch of people how to get into their kitchens because uh, with this unprecedented uh, situation that the pandemic brought up for us uh, we uh, were all locked away in our homes and mm-hmm. there were people who didn't um, you know visually impaired people around the country who were suddenly stuck um in in wherever they were and they they couldn't move around and things and everybody needed to feed themselves some of them had families some of them were mm-hmm. alone some of them you know so it was all sorts of things and uh, um i've been uh, somebody uh, who's who's been talking to uh, blind people about cooking for many years now i'm a hotel management graduate who lost her eyesight um two years into uh, a very um, promising career in the hotel industry. Mm-hmm. And um, so I've not had an opportunity to really use my education as a hotel management graduate, as a culinary school graduate to go ahead and actually share what I learned because it's something I'm extremely passionate about and I really love what I do. So mm-hmm. when this came up, um, People started asking, like, you know, how can we do this and whatever. So I started talking to organizations and conducting webinars. And um, then I you know, thought that why can't I do this in, in a more phased manner, in, mm-hmm. in something 
And that makes more sense. A webinar is that one hour and you're done. How much can you tuck into one hour? Or how much can you tuck into five webinars of one hour each? There's mm-hmm. not much. So I decided to chronicle it, um, you know, in, in, in a chronological order, in the order of how one needs to learn things from the time you walk into your kitchen. So that's how it began. And I thought, oh, I'll do maybe four or five, uh, you know, recordings and uh, just voice notes and share them on a group or share them with people. Mm-hmm. But uh, before I knew it, I was doing two episodes a week and I was doing um, at the end, but by the time I finished, uh, I was 13 episodes into one playlist wow. of simply orientation into the wow. kitchen and everything that's there. So that's basically how it began. And it was like a snowballing effect. And once it takes hold, mm-hmm. It just sort of kept happening and, uh, you know, paths kept opening. People kept asking. I kept doing. So that's basically how it happened. That's amazing. And now you're three seasons into your show. Yeah, right? I'm into the third season. It's so exciting, really. And I had a break in the middle because of COVID. I was mm-hmm. infected. So I had to take no. a break. And it took me almost three, four months before I could actually get on. And I had people messaging me all the time. Bam, I hope you're okay. I hope mm-hmm. you're all right. When can we get on to the show again? And you know that. So it was wonderful. It's a, it's a, to, to, to feel wanted, um, not for who I am or what I do, but for the, you know, the, the content. Content that you produce. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and that's amazing. You know, I like to pick your brain on this as to like, why do you actually decide to put it as seasons rather than, you know, just releasing it as one episode and after another? Uh, the reason is because my seasons are broken into activities. Ah. So it, it's, it's, uh, not, it's not something that I can, I'm not telling a story hmm. as yet. Uh, I'm, 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 they're educational kind of tutorials. So, mm-hmm. uh, and with, with a lot of pra- practical references. But like I said, 13 episodes um, in, in the first season spoke only about orientation from, you know, orientating yourself to your kitchen to uh, learning about how to use the equipment in the kitchen to identifying grains, spices, arranging them to picking your vegetables to all the raw material that you have in a regular kitchen to what are the accessible equipment that you can use without killing yourself in the kitchen, Mm-mm. all of those things. So it was very highly researched and really worked upon. And after that, I didn't want to confuse people with um, more information in just one playlist or one season. Uh, and since, like I said, I had to break it in the middle, um, but even otherwise, I had decided that it would split up. It was just easier to identify. My second season, um, which, which just recently finished, uh, was mm-hmm. about methods of cooking. Right. Now, that's a totally different ballgame because it's it's about the science of cooking. It's about what various uh, you know methods that you use in the kitchen from a steaming to a boiling to a blanching to a roasting to you name it, mm-hmm. baking. So it's it's a science. Now I didn't want to mix. It's not orientation, and it's not my experts talking. It's it's a, a completely different thing. So it just made sense for me to break it down into uh, seasons, and um, you know, uh, sort of give it its own identity. Nice. So it's 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 actually a cook. Let me put it in a nutshell. It's a cooking show, but in a podcast version. 
it is it is sort of like that it is it is a cooking show but it's it's different it's not recipes exactly it's it's not a recipe based but more on like the techniques of cooking Absolutely. If, if 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 that makes sense it's it's not it's not what goes in the dish but what you need to prepare. how can you make that dish how can yeah. you ready yourself to do something i mean you know that Um, mm-hmm. You have to realize that when a blind person is cooking in the kitchen, and mm-hmm. we are working on four senses. Interesting. How can we effectively use those four senses mm-hmm. to do everything? I can do everything. Other people in my community can do most everything. Uh, why should the kitchen be any different? You know, they have careers. They have. Uh, they travel. They work. They they have homes. Their parents. They do everything. So why should cooking be any different? It's just a matter of knowing, knowing. how to do it. Exactly, That's exactly. It. It's just a technique. Is, um, I don't know if this ideology works, but you know, to become a good footballer, I, I play football. I love football. To become a good footballer, you know, you're not born. <laughs> you're not born a, <laughs> a footballer or something. You know, you you got to practice. You got to learn the techniques. You got to you know train and train and train and practice and practice and practice. I think this is similar to it. Am I am I am I right to say that? Pretty much, yes. Pretty much, I would think so. Wonderful. In a um, way, Payal, pa- pa- I-, I like to check. Uh, how do you actually produce your show? How do you record it? And you know, how do you do your shows? Uh, very basic, uh-huh. very basic. Because when I began, like I said, we were sitting at home, locked down, and all we had to ourselves were our laptops with our screen readers, our phones with our screen readers, and an internet connection. that was truly all we had so um i took the easiest way out uh, initially when i was first speaking about this to people i was sitting on whatsapp and you know recording um long voice notes for them with uh, uh, instructions or uh, people were recording webinars and things like that but like i said it it all got really messy and it didn't make any sense mm-hmm. so then i decided i have an iphone and uh, an iphone is extremely accessible um with built-in accessibility for uh, people with vision impairment to use so i i got into voice notes and i did a couple of tests on recording over there and see how it happened and uh, it sort of worked the output was not bad um it wasn't the best uh, but but then i thought that you know why not just let's work with it and uh, the mics again um like i said apart from being blind and partially uh, deaf as well so um i have one working ear i had to uh, and i'm not the best judge when it comes to the quality of sound in the sense that the finer aspects of sound mm-hmm. um i can hear and i cannot hear mm-hmm. i might be able to hear some things clearly but i might not some other things so uh, i needed a little help in being able to establish whether what i was doing was completely all right and mm-hmm. so i then started um wearing my uh, headphones my headset mic and i said okay let me work with this and see so various combinations of those kind of things and i sort of hit a sweet spot and i said mm-hmm. okay that this is sort of working and um let me try this out so then i'd wait imagine april in main india is hot It's yeah. really hot. Yeah, so yeah. I'd wait for the middle of the night, turn the fan off, <laughs> <laughs> sit, tuck myself into a corner, and um, 
we have, I mean, luckily for me, when I began, we were locked down, so there was no noise. Mm -hmm. It was quiet. And I didn't have to worry about, you know, uh, a vehicle speeding past in the middle of the night and honking. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't have to worry about any of that. So I did that. And uh, uh, it was was pretty neat. I mean, it it wasn't bad at all when I heard it. And uh, then I had a bunch of people uh, who were helping, again, visually impaired, who said that, oh, you're since you're doing this, how can we help you? And um, I said, this is my issue. I might not be able to tell you whether the audio is absolutely clear. So they said, okay, um, let, let, let's try editing it. I mean, do any basic cleaning of mm-hmm. any uh, ambient noise or, you know, gaps or hisses and buzzes and whatever, like you said, the mic and buzz mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So so they did little, uh, that one of them started using uh, gold wave or another one used audacity and they started doing the basic cleaning up and stuff like that and mm-hmm. lo and behold the episode was ready nice that's basically how uh, it all happened so that's that's how we we break it up i do all the research in the recording and mm-hmm. i have a couple of volunteers who help with uh, the the um, you know audio editing and uh, the uploading onto first it was youtube now it is youtube and anchor both so Mm-mm-mm. So that's essentially how we do it. That's interesting. It's 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 pretty simple, I should say. It's just straightforward. Really homegrown. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, 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 it's it's like <laughs> it's very simple. It's very straightforward, and it's it's interesting how how you know you're overcoming the stigma, I should say, because this is a true definition of anybody can podcast. I I apologize if I'm being ignorant here, but I I just can't help but think that. Anybody can podcast. Anybody can podcast. Absolutely, absolutely. Almost. I mean, it's is 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 anybody's game. And you can you want to say something, you want to say anything, and there's a platform for you to share it on. And you don't have, you don't even know how many people it's going to touch or what it's going to do. So, incredible. This is really incredible, Payal. This is really incredible. Um, Payal, do you how what kind of apps do you use? To you know, say it like hit a record or you know something like that. Do you use your iOS device? Just the iOS device? Just my iOS device. Just gotcha. the voice no voice memos on the iOS device is hmm. pretty much what I use. And uh, um, of course, like now Zoom, I use Zoom for recording. I'm having um, in the third season of my podcast. I'm um, talking to experts from both within and outside the community. I'm talking mm-hmm. to people. Uh, so uh, in that. I'm using Zoom. Uh, I record on Zoom just like everybody else does. Uh, you know, two people, three people, and things like that. So mm-hmm. uh, it's extremely handy because it's uh, accessible and works well. Mm-hmm. So um, that's an additional thing. But uh, otherwise, pretty much just my iOS device. It's my. Uh, it's it's truly uh, everything that it is. But I'm intending on you know sort of expanding and trying um, mm-hmm. using recording on my laptop using. Um, maybe a better mic and uh, those kind of things, an external USB mic, and mm. uh, maybe use uh, use Audacity or something like that to be able to, uh, you know, record and save files and see how that turns out. That that would be um, it would be a higher quality, but the quality right now is actually quite decent because I believe you're using the iOS device right now. Am I right? 
Yeah, we use that to, um, I've used both Gulwave and Audacity, either mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever, because there are a couple of people, there are two people who do it. So depending on who's doing it, um, then, we, we pretty much uh, work with uh, all of uh, all of that. And in the middle, I have a music composer who did our uh, uh, jingle for us. Uh, we have a very catchy jingle for um, for uh, Raso Ikerhese that was created uh, and produced by blind people. Uh, it was it was written by blind people, and the actual mixing and producing finally was done by a sighted man who's a music composer mm-hmm. uh, who helped us out. But uh, everything else was done by us. So, um, you know, he's helping us out a little bit with, uh, since he has a little bit of time, he's helping us out with a little bit of editing as well. So I'm not certain what he uses. He must be using some pro stuff. I don't know. Gotcha. I just I'm very grateful gotcha. for good sound. That's it. <laughs> and and pile, you know, in terms of promotion, you know, um, promoting your podcast, every podcaster goes through this challenge. How do you promote your shows, and you know, what kind of techniques do you use, and also how do you get your audience involved with the uh, content? See, this is a problem. Like you said, it is a mm-hmm. huge problem. See, because um, I'm simultaneously producing both on YouTube as well as on um, Anchor. The reason I continued YouTube is because um, the community of visually impaired in India relates more to YouTube straight away uh, rather than um, a podcast. I put both the links out when I do it. Um, there are groups. We have various, uh, that's the first point, you know, there are various WhatsApp groups mm-hmm. of different, um, for different reasons of, of specifically visually impaired people. And I share the links there. The first hit will be on the YouTube and not on the anchor link because for some reason there is there is this, this uh, hesitation or, you know, they say, oh, and it's accessibility as well. You know, I think that's what it is. YouTube mm-hmm. is extremely accessible. Whereas um, if you if you go on Anchor, we have trouble with, um, you know, stuff like unlabeled buttons. For instance, um, you as a sighted person will have Anchor podcast numbers, so-and-so, you know, episode so-and-so play. Right? Right. right you right. just need to click and the episode starts playing. Whereas for us, it is it just says button. Right. Now, that button could be anything. It could explode my, my phone for all I know. It's, that is an issue. It's a huge accessibility issue because it's what we call unlabeled buttons. So they're not labeled. It's not telling me play. It's out of me um, being curious and you know, sort of uh, looking around and pressing buttons and uh, at the risk of, you know, anything happening to my phone or whatever it is. I have figured that where my episode number comes and it says now playing, under that, that button that it says is actually a play button. And if I tap on that, it will start playing my episode. Right. Okay. And that's a big problem. So most people find that a deterrent. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why they don't want to do that. And and then promoting it on uh, uh, for uh, Anchor then becomes a problem. But what we do in any case is we uh, have a social media presence, uh, a, a small, uh, you know, again, a home managed, homegrown. Mm-hmm. I have a Facebook page. I have an Instagram account. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we do we do little bits of trivia in the middle uh, to keep the interest going, everything food related. And we have. 
uh, somebody who does very, very nice artwork for us. And uh, we have our own logo. And people have started over a period of time recognizing this, mm-hmm. you know, that Rasalkirahese comes with uh, X, Y, Z. And then, you know, they are anticipating it and things like that. So we post links everywhere. People share it from there. And um, social media basically takes it where it has to be on that. Um, if anchors doing anything, um, I look at the analytics and uh, it, it's not encouraging at all. So I've stopped <laughs> looking at the analytics. <laughs> I mean, um, because I don't want it to kill my mojo. You know, yeah, that is what yeah, happened. Yeah. Analytics are essential, but they kill the mojo. They really can be a damper. You know, this is a secret I, I, I do when I actually do Magic Mike. I actually don't look at my numbers. <laughs> I, I, I don't follow up with the numbers at all because... My mission with Magic Mike is to get the podcaster story out there. So I know that it's being shared. So that's why I don't look at the numbers. Because if I look at the numbers, it, it may be doing well. It may not be doing well. But why? <laughs> why? That, that, that's something where I sort of avoid, I should say. That's what's essential. I think, see, I've started mm. doing that as well. I mean, initially I was doing it and then I just said no. Because... I know what's going to happen. The minute I start looking at all the numbers and yeah. start looking at crunching numbers, I'm going to say, oh, but they're not interested. So why am I even putting the effort? Yeah, so yeah. while I know that there are people out there who are waiting for what I put out for them simply because they want to learn and they want to become efficient and they want it to be independent. So it's it's uh, it's not fair for, for those people. So I've just given up. I don't bother anymore. <laughs> I said, it's going to take its own so much. I've come this far you know yeah it, yeah completely it what it has to completely agree it, i mean it's waking up and you know being motivated to actually do that stuff in that sense it, it doesn't it, it it happens to everybody you know people lose motivation because of one small negative and to if you are able to eliminate that negative away and just continue doing it if it's a passion project just keep absolutely. going absolutely i figured that out i figured yeah. that for myself because <laughs> because i was looking at that and i was you know oh i'm so disappointed and you know even now so i have other people doing it now i don't do it anymore there are mm-hmm. other people who are keen on you know understanding because i told them listen guys if this if this if if you guys cannot support an endeavor that is entirely an individual's work mm-hmm. then then it 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 takes away from what i'm doing also i mean you know at the end of the day ha- you can't be self motivated all the time Mm-mm-mm. i think you need that little bit of feedback you need that little bit of uh, you know um love from your audience you yeah. want to hear from them saying that what you're doing makes sense and uh, mm-hmm. it needs to show some place so if you can't do that then uh, what's the point completely agree bhaiya what is the future of your show how how is the future looking like our future right now is looking great because i have mm-hmm. lots of plans and um and my third season is on and uh, i have lots of conversations uh, in the wings with lots of people mm-hmm. um from basic you know from from chefs to nutritionists to um uh, people in the service industry to mm-hmm. uh, french pastry chefs and lots of stuff so i have lots of very exciting things happening and uh, Uh, and then i want to uh, move on to more stories i want to do uh, uh you know basically give them information i'm a trivia junkie i love trivia so i pick up things little interesting things from everywhere and research those and the people who don't know anything about anything 
just mm -hmm. it makes them smile. So there's lots of those little itty bitty bits that are thrown in the middle. So there's lots happening, Bharat. There's there's a lot mm -hmm. uh, happening, and uh, like I said, there's a building energy, and this energy is going to. It's actually showing me the way on its own, and it's opening up um, paths for me that probably at some point I didn't think I would even begin to see, but One. it's uh, right there. Wonderful, wonderful. Pail, this has been really an amazing conversation, I should say. It's, it's, it's quite insightful. I mean, it goes back to the point which I mentioned. I, I know I keep drumming on this, but anybody can podcast. And, and I think this is like well and truly proven. It's been wonderful, Bharat. Thank you so much for having me on the show. And um, it's, it's actually a pleasure because uh, um, your voice, your magic mic um, is, is, mm -hmm. is uh, going to take, uh, you know, our voices so many places and yeah. uh, so many people will learn about what we do, just as we do by listening to everybody else's work. Hopefully. So I think the sharing is, uh, is wonderful. So thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. And as a final question, El Payo, before you jump off, what did you have for breakfast this morning? <laughs> I ask this to all the podcasters who come on. That's my final question for Magic Mike. <laughs> I'm not a breakfast eater. <laughs> ah, okay. okay. My, my, my cup of tea. <laughs> that, that's good breakfast. That, that's perfect. No, or, or maybe <laughs> if, I, if I'm chattering so much, maybe bird seeds. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Pile, thank you for coming on. I hope the listeners had a great insightful listen and I hope you had a great time on Magic Mike. Yes, I did. Thank you so much, Bharat. Good luck with your show. <laughs>